Good afternoon. My name is Tony Cardenas, and this is the Indianapolis Real Estate Market Weekly Update. Today, we have a special show. I'm sitting here today with Shelly Walters with EXP, Stacy Subzak with Compass Real Estate, and Stacy Berry with Century 21 Sheets. Hi, everybody. How are you doing? We're doing great. Hey, Tony. Hi, everyone. Okay. Hey, this is going to be a really interesting, fun show. We are going to talk about the women in the real estate business, okay, which is really the dominant market, right? So, Shelly, let's kick it off with you. Okay. Well, I just wanted to start with some stats that, you know, we're going to do this. So, 65% of women are in real estate, so more than men, and then um, that's in the residential real estate, and then there's 1908, it was 100% males, so we've um, come a long way. We were barred, actually, from being in the real estate industry if you're in major cities. They would let women in more of the outside areas, outliers, because they just needed the bodies, but in the cities, only men were allowed, so that was our first woman came in 1910, but... um, so right now, in 1978 is when it went over 50% of women. So not about 1978 is when it turned over to more right. women than men. Well, Stacy, let me ask you a question. What got you started in the real estate business, please? Um, so I, I think this question is always funny. And when you talk to realtors, especially sure. women, I think everybody just has this story to tell that was never planned. Um, you know, I think a lot of us women are trying to raise a family, trying to do multitasking life. And to be honest, I used to be a teacher. The short story is I took a master's class one summer and I absolutely hated it. And I'm a busybody, So I decided what, what can I do? Something fun to learn about. I took a real estate class for fun. And honestly, without a plan, I still taught. I mean, there's a longer story to my story, but, uh, I just went off and did a real estate class just to educate myself, and that's really how it all started. And how many years ago? How many years ago? This is my seventeenth year with Century Twenty One Sheets. Totally non-planned career. <laughs> wow! So you've been—that's the only place you've worked. It is. I started there under um, Steve Decatur, uh-huh. Lynn Bill, Tim O'Connor, who were some of my best mentors ever. And uh, in two thousand, I think eight, Tracy Hutton and Mick came in, and I—I I have been there. I mean, when I left the real estate exam course where they said, where do you want to hold your license? I had no idea what I was doing. And most of my class at that point went to Century 21 at the crossing. And I was like, I'm going with them. <laughs> and I've been there ever since. And that crazy. <laughs> so do you remember like how many houses you possibly sold your very first year? Did you sell one or 10? No, it's funny. I was just telling someone this story because my first year full-time in real estate, I had my son and I sold 15 houses. And looking back now, honestly that's kind of a lot and I you know it's just a go-getter I was doing anything and everything I can to not go back into that classroom to be honest Mm -hmm. and I dealt with 120 parents daily so working with 15 clients for the whole year honestly it was such a different atmosphere so that's really kind of it inspired me to keep going that's that's just fantastic and Stacy Subzak how did you get into the business oh gosh I my husband we have a Yours, mine, and ours. We got married, and I had had my own bakery for years. I had a pie shop in Broad Ripple, and that's how I met Dave. And then we got married and had ours, two more. And it was too much to have two businesses at the time. So I worked for him, and he's a custom home builder, so I learned so much about construction and was also the PTO president for, like, eight years running in Westfield. So then I knew everybody. You knew a lot of, yeah, you I knew, knew a, a lot, lot of families. Of people, and I was used to balance and everything. And then 
kids started to leave and I was needing to get busy and my husband said, oh my gosh, go get a job. <laughs> and so I, it was somebody said, why don't you become a realtor? So I got my license and I sat in the car and cried like every day, how am I going to pass this? You know, I hadn't been in school for so long. And I went immediately to the Tucker Suburban North office over in Westfield when they had the little one by Target. And it was the year the recession kicked in. And I, by the grace of God, started selling tons of houses because there was no construction. Dave wasn't building anything for a few years. Absolutely. So it just took off. I sold um, three million the first year, then five million the second year, and it's just gone up and up and up. And it's all it was a fit. I love working with the people. They trusted me. I was a nurturer. I take care of them just like you do with your mom and PTO president. <laughs> well, exactly. And you know, in, in this industry, I think what, how you guys probably took off really well is that you were busy prior to, but it's all the relationships that you've made mm-hmm. prior to that. Okay. That re- probably really kicked off your, your world in the real estate business for you. I mean, relationships are everything, aren't they Shelly? Well, we, we start to just have so much friends that come from this too. I mean, my, the amount of friendships I've made has just been one of the best parts of the whole business, I think too. I did not realize, Stacey, you started in 2008 as well. So did I. And yeah, that's so funny. And that was a really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when we all kind of really kicked it off. We had to hustle because it was a recession. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't just walk in with a camera and take a picture you had to think outside the box how am I going to sell this thing well and we didn't know like you said didn't know any better and I would remember I was with Keller Williams and I started because um Kim Alexander who owned the Keller Williams um was my real estate agent when we were buying and selling homes and so I wanted to go work with her I had friends in the business and thought that would be something I would enjoy doing and so I would sit at the I called the water cooler but it was actually the printer at Keller Williams in the office and I just heard all the agents come in and talk and complain Mm -hmm. and you know how we get around and we start talking about what's going on in the deal and I learned so much but the main thing they were all saying is my phone's not ringing my phone's not ringing and in my head I'm going well then make it ring I mean you just go make it ring and so it wasn't there wasn't anything handed to us in 2008 there was nothing wasn't a lot of tools either no there was no anybody you just had to go out and make it work and I was rookie of the year that year for the region um and I'm I was looking back at that you know that year and saying well, that was that just seems like what it's supposed to be, and then it just kept going and going. But I didn't know any better. So, uh, Stacy Subsack, did you have any mentors help you walk you through anything? Oh, that was the sweetest little office. We only had about twenty-five or thirty agents, and, and most what company of, were you with? It was at Tucker because I was at Tucker for gosh, almost sixteen years. Uh-huh. Um, and they um, did wonderful training program, and they all mentored us. It was fun. They like took me under their wing, and I think I followed them around and went to their open houses and did everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you just start getting customers and customers and customers. And now working for some families three times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah or their kids. Their it's kids so fun now. when the kids, yeah. you know, yeah. been around I've mine 14 years, so now their kids, or you watch their kids grow up, start going to their kids' graduation. Well, that's yeah. right. That's what's crazy. I mean, how many times, Stacey Berry, mm-hmm. have your, cu- your customer call you up and say, we're buying another house, we're buying another house. I'm sure that's happened many times, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it's funny because I think the people who really, you see them thriving and really enjoying what they do 
are the realtors that are less transactional based and more relational based. Mm -hmm. And I think there was a while where, I mean, I'm a big connector and I think that's part of why a lot of us, you know, are able to grow businesses every year is we work and we genuinely care. And so I had to kind of train to people be like, I'm going to call you, text you, email you, ask you to coffee. You may not be ready to sell your home and that's fine. I like to keep in touch with people. Plant the seed. I like to just keep in touch, keep relationships growing, knowing that, you know, you have me as like your resource and if you ever do have anybody who might need an agent, you you think of me up front. And so I just, that's been so helpful because those people, you know, even some of my best resources are my past teacher friends and teachers know everybody, mm-hmm. but they don't move a lot. They don't have, a lot of them, unfortunately, don't have the resources to. Right. But when you give that back and people feel it genuinely, yes, the repeat Absolutely. business, it, it just comes. Well, yes. and that's what's always so nice is to have the phone ring and have them say, you know, Susie said that I should call you because you did so good for them. I mean, it just makes you feel mm-hmm. so good when you know you helped somebody and that they appreciated it and they did realize how much we cared when we were trying to help them buy or sell a home and that they passed your name on to somebody else. That's the biggest compliment ever. Well, and I think girls are everything. They are. And I think, you know, this is where women shine to be honest. More, that, that, that's why I'm having this show. They have, do shine. We have that, um, a lot of women realtors have that intuition and knowing if you're moving in somebody from Florida, honestly, it's not even about the house. It's they need doctors. They need preschools. They need summer camps. They need all of the details to help them get the process Besides going. Besides just going on a website and looking, you and know. Honestly, right. anybody, four bedroom, two and a half bath. That's not can the find most you a house. Part. You need to find the agent that's going to help you find the lifestyle. Right. And they're going to be there after you close when you have a leak or you need a warranty claim right. and you can call them for a suggestion about an investment. And I mean, that's where I think um, women in this industry really stand out. Absolutely. And then it's really cool after you've known them for 18 years and they're, when they first moved in, their their child was five, seven or eight. And now they, they call you up and they say, hey, my son and daughter-in-law are going to buy a home. That's where the magic is. And I know it's happened for both of you guys. Am mm-hmm. I right? Or all three of yeah. all three of yeah. you guys. Yeah. I mean, that happens over and over and over again. And then it's really when you get second and third generation referrals, it's like crazy. We're not it? there yet. We're not yeah. that old. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, but but I'm just saying it's happening in, 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 in the world right now. I mean, pe- my, my wife, she's a hairdresser, okay? Mm-hmm. She's not only cutting the original customer, but she's cutting her sons and now she's cutting the son that got married, the daughter, and now the children. It's crazy. And it's all from referral. You can go out there and get a better price on a haircut, but you're not going to have a better time and knowing what you're getting from getting uh, a haircut from my wife all the time. I think people have a really strong concern when they're going to go buy or sell a house that they're going to have somebody who they can trust and trust. You you can't just throw a dart at the wall or open the yellow pages like we used to say and and pick somebody out. When you have somebody that you can ask and, and how things went um you just there's so much like you said you're, you're buying something other than a house you're buying your lifestyle where they're going to live where they're going to play who are their friends going to be uh you know and, and what we're moving from if we're moving from a different state how can we replicate what we're used to and we have to listen to all of that mm-hmm. well and most most people in real estate in general and especially the women where they're all talking about their husbands told them to get a job or they're divorced they need income they have major qualifications behind the scenes in some sure. way that's going to help with organizing, decorating, some sort of trait that honestly 
not everybody has when right. I, you know, we kind of can offer those things where I think there's a comfort level of the things we hear. I mean, I'm told sometimes that they want a divorce before they told the other person. And I feel like, you know, oh, yes. sometimes they Isn't feel more comfortable coming to the woman yeah. sure. and confiding in or asking for advice in certain situations because we aren't just focused on the house. No. You know, we focus on the staging, the Yeah, I'm sure you guys have had those phone calls when I'm thinking about getting a divorce. What do I do with my house? Hey, by the way, do you know an attorney? I'm sure you've had all oh, those yeah. kinds of questions. so many hats. It's yeah. mm-hmm. amazing. And I th- well, and that gets back to the trust that they actually feel like they can come to us because in the end, I think it is a friendship that's evolved as well. We're not there I for... We care about our families. I mean, they yeah. feel like they're my family. Right, right. Yeah. And they, you know, they become part of us for, you know, 30 to 60 days mm-hmm. on an almost daily basis. Yeah. It's hard to just say goodbye, you mm-hmm. know. You get a relationship going, a very strong one. Well, and typically the women in most households, a lot of them, attend, they run the shows a little bit. So is a woman Absolutely. realtor, and I'm connected with her, you know, through the process, you kind of actually have a little bit of a one-up. When they might be, if they ever interview or they're I, considering, I agree. You know, I feel like if the wife is happy, happy wife, happy life. <laughs> so you know, if if you That's can true. connect with the woman in the transaction, a lot of times you have really good referral and repeat business. Absolutely, you know, it's crazy, but um, I think the relationships. I'm, and we're not. I'm not knocking men today. Okay? <laughs> I'm not at all because there's a lot of great uh, uh, realtors out there that are. Uh, obviously the males and um i just think you get a a different connection it's like you do just exactly what you said you have a one-up when you guys get to deal with the wife going into the game and just uh it's it's a different connection i think Mm -hmm. okay and um i think this market is getting the market is changing right now we just went over the stats and we're getting back to a normal market now so instead of rushing out and just buying a home today that's the one you get because that's what's available your guys are getting back into a normal market where uh just like shelly last saturday or last friday she showed eight homes to one buyer i mean the market's getting back and those are the kind of things that the buyers need to know and what's happening with the market. So let's talk about market for a minute. What do you, what, what are you seeing in the market right now um, when you're dealing with your customers? And I, I mean, I'm curious to see what you all say as well, but I mean, in the last few weeks with the shift in the rates, I'm definitely seeing a difference. Um, I'm seeing it more so in the townships though, and down mm-hmm. on a lake where I work a little bit, you know, and try to sell the Hamilton County, the places where maybe people still use the public schools a lot. It has slowed some, but there, I'm still getting offers and selling fairly quickly for great pricing. Yeah. I'm, I'm seeing th- those outskirts areas where it, it has slowed down some. Oh yeah. You're I got the rate board right up here right now. You are tapping on the door of 6% all day long. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I mean, you can still lock in the fives, but you better be the right excellent customer. If not, you're going to start paying points. And I'm telling you what, we are going to see six and a quarter any day, any day. It's coming right in the corner. I listed two over the weekend in Westfield and it was funny. There were agents that sent, we, we bought multiple offers on both sure. like eight. We maybe had 16 showings on each, but the price points they were two months ago, we would have had 30 showings and yeah. 25 offers. But the agents that were sending pre-approvals back from May were no. shocking to me. I'm like, it's a different rate. I want to see something new. Can they actually afford right. it? 
Yeah, I mean, because it's making a huge difference on a young buyer's payment. Well, that's right. This, a matter of fact, this show today is brought to you by Simple Mortgage One Two Three. They're out of Indiana, and they're a rate discounter now. The only time you really want a discount is when the market's like this, okay? Every little eighth or a quarter helps get somebody um, qualified. But you're right. You're right. Excuse me. On the pre-approvals, they need to be redone and rerun, mm -hmm. okay? I'm not just talking about changing the letter. I'm talking about going in there, rerunning the DU, and having a loan number up there. When you run a DU, you get a loan number. And that's going to be updated, and it's going to have all your details in it. If not, they're going to have a shocker. They're going to get there, and they're going to, their payment, uh, the, the payment that we just did, Shelly and I did an, uh, a, a comparison, a payment from December 23rd to a payment right now, you're up about $550, okay, just on the difference of about a $400,000 mortgage, $550. Okay. Now I haven't ran these numbers, but I'm going to tell you something. They got to be tapping on the door of $600 difference. Now they might not, that might not hurt some people, but that can stop you from showing that 450 where, you know, you got to back down to a, a 350 or vice versa. You know, you're right. It's a different, different market. Are you seeing pre-approvals come in with old ones? I'm not, um, really haven't seen a whole lot of that. But what I can tell you, I'm focusing a lot because I list more, a lot more homes than I have buyers sometimes, but I have never had to look at the purchase agreement where you're filling in where it says, we all put in best rate mm -hmm. and we've never thought twice about it. Right. But you know, whether you agree or disagree and I haven't figured out which role I'm going to take yet, but you know, I got an offer and they said, you know, best rate up to 5.8. And I'm thinking, Oh crap. Like, yeah. I don't know if that's good for my seller to take that because what if no, the rate yeah. goes higher? Yeah, couldn't do it. Yeah. So, but people are starting to, and that's to subject, do that. That's to, subject to that buyer and that credit score and that loan to value. So today you would not, I'm telling right. you right now, if you look at that board right there, right. you would not want to do that. And I think that can hurt the seller. Yeah. Obviously also it's well, going to affect the buyer. Well, for the buyer too, though, when you see that is if you put best also, I think there's two sides to this as well, uh, Stacey. And I know that's what you're saying. Me. You're not yeah. quite sure which, which, which road to take on this. If I would write the offer for best and we get to 8% by, you know, the time they lock in and they had their pre-approval for 6%. And they can't afford it. They can't do it. It's no. totally different. So best doesn't really work. Writing in an interest rate doesn't really work. I mean, we're just at that point. Well, we, we're originally, we were all trained to add 1% to the current rate. And that's what we should write in there to cap it. Do you remember that? Yeah. You always did 1% over. See, yeah. I've always just wrote best. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, well, I the, mean. You're right. The best. Best for who? But right. you're right. Because, but, yeah. But I think that can get you a cancellation. It, on the deal it just opens a whole can of worms. But you got a rate board starting to go up to 7.125%. Now, we're not there yet, but I have not seen that on a rate board in years. Years. Yeah. What's it, what is a jumbo? I had a, I had a high-end buyer coming in from California and took their price point from 1.5 down to 1.25 really quickly because of the rates right well the jumbo market is a little bit different okay uh, I don't want to quote the rates on here right now but I'll get okay. them for you after the show but the jumbo market's a little bit different okay and it's a different buyer and it's a different buyer they ended up going with the seven-year arm that was the yeah. only that was their way to get in the door I, I hope the hell they locked it they did I hope they did. But how, I mean, how many times in the last two years have you seen someone do an arm? I know. You haven't I seen mean, it really in the last, no. uh, 
I've seen it in the last six months. I mean, you could have got a really aggressive arm six months ago. I mean, crazy low. As long as you know you're not going to be there for seven years, it's it's actually a better deal. But you got to understand right. the mortgage. You got to understand real estate. Mm-hmm. You guys understand what I'm talking about. But most buyers don't understand that, not unless he's a stockbroker or something like that. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. What do you, th- here's a big question. I don't know if, if I'm going to say it right, but I see these young kids getting into the market. And I have more passion for the young girls that are getting in because I have daughters. Okay, what what if, if you told them anything? What's the top two things? I'm going to do this separately. Stacy Subzak, I'm going to ask you first. If you saw a girl getting in the business, it's in your office, and you didn't really know her, and she asked you for two pieces of advice, what would you give her today? It's a tough question. It's a tough question. Depends on her place in life. Is she married? Little tiny kids. My daughter has a baby, and I try. I'm trying to bring her into it, and she doesn't want to at this point. She's too focused on being a mom. If I had somebody like yourself, or like you, or Shelly, uh, that had a daughter, I, I would. I would want to be blending myself in with my mom's business. It, because, well, that and get involved in as much as you can get involved. Be active. Get out and meet people. I used to look at people in the office and go, why are you sitting in here? You're not going to meet people sitting in here. That's exactly right. Shelly, what's your piece of advice? Well, I do have a daughter getting ready to come into the business who's She's working sitting with right me. behind me. <laughs> who's um, helping me right now. Um, we are a family team. So I've already had one daughter come in and she's now a, a mom and staying home for um, with her little babies as well. But um you know it's fun having your kids come in and your family come in and we do have i have my son-in-law i have my mom i have my other son i have my daughter you know two daughters so we are a family team and it just grows like that and one of the things that was funny was they were talking about how did women emerge into real estate and nar's thing was they would either be widowed or a daughter of a real estate man or they would come in um, as a husband and wife team or their son and team. So it was always a, a merging of somebody else already in the business. Okay. And Stacy, Barry. I mean, I actually have a son who I, I think he wants to do it. He's only 15 and it, it actually terrifies me. I know he's not a girl, but just having a child in absolutely. general. Um, I mean, this is, a, this is a tough business. Oh, yeah, I absolutely. think you have to be motivated, aggressively nice, but most importantly, you have to always keep your priorities in balance. And this is an industry that can eat you alive and it can turn you upside down very quickly. And all of a sudden you are not going towards the right path and you don't even know it. And that's what scares me is, you know, you are running your own business. There's a lot of freedom and you have to make sure that you are committed to building a long-term plan. It's not just about today or getting to the weekend. I mean, it can get out of hand very quickly. You need to keep it you know the basics and let yourself kind of grow as organically as you can but you know some of my best mentors have taught me you know whether it's a good year or a bad year or whatever you're feeling keep it to the basics like see the people it is all about the people they are if they like you trust you they want to work with you and they will send you referrals so if you need to do something or regroup it's get back to seeing the people Absolutely. Well, and they also, we say that um, when you look at the amount of realtors that come into the business, the realtors usually leave within two years. They Mm -hmm. say about 80% of them will leave within two years. So it is a very difficult business. And a lot of people say, I want to be a realtor because it's fun. It has good money. We show houses. Yeah, get the show houses. And, And you can, you know, set your own schedule. 
Well, that last one is just so untrue. Yeah. But you have to, like you said, you have to really balance your family. And with my daughter sitting right here in the room, she probably saw me not balance my family very well. Because when you are trying to start your business up, Absolutely. you are working 80, 90 weeks, hours a week. It's like you're working every Saturday and Sunday. And work Saturday and Sunday and evenings and everything mm-hmm. else. And um, people need to understand that this is a business mm-hmm. and you are going to be working with people's huge amount of asset that they're going to have financially you know whatever so you can't just take it like i'll do it when i want to you have to take it so seriously and you're you're dealing with other people's lives i mean i think anyone who comes in and creates any new business you need to give it three years oh like you have to be committed to being able to pay your bills and keep yourself afloat and be content with growing the business. And it, it can take up to three years before you have maybe a repeat person or start to get a few referrals. Mm-hmm. And it really is, I mean, I would say give yourself six months to get that first closing in. I mean, in realistic, real world, if you know and are starting from ground zero, you've got to get your clients, get them to like you, trust you, get them out looking at houses, you know, get them under contract and then close. I mean, it, it takes months. Absolutely. Uh, Stacy Subzak, you're with the new company here in um, the Indiana region. Okay. Mm-hmm. Compass Real Estate. Um, you leaving uh, another company. How, how'd you like to change? Because I think that's a big step for a real estate agent to do. I think it's a big step. I mean, you were at home with another company for a long time. Did that give you a little bit of fear to do that move? Oh, it. I cried. I love them. But this is a big national company growing right. just hit the fortune 500 right. and it's i it i wanted the challenge and right. i was actually in a closing at the village of west clay and i was sitting in another agent's office mike seller and his buyer were from the west coast in washington dc and i was getting text from this company from the recruiter and i just mentioned it to the other agent and my client heard and he said oh that's a big company you should talk to them stacy mm-hmm. you you're you would be good at that they trusted right. me i worked for them three times, they've bought homes over a million, three sure. in two years. <laughs> anyway, So it's made me step up right. and I'm networking with agents around the country that sell 30 and a hundred million dollar oh, homes. It's cool. It's yeah, different. It is. It's, mm-hmm. it's a different. And Shelly, you were with another company for a long time and you recently went to EXP. Did that bother that, that kind of, you know, you're you always fear? concerned about what people will say, you know, like, um, we don't get fired when we switch brokerages. And a lot of times I think people say, you, what happened? Why did you switch? We switch when it, we find that it's going to be maybe a better um, match for what we're trying to do in our business. Um, and one of the things that I just I just know is anytime I've ever switched a company, the people that are hiring me are hiring for me and not the company behind me. The company exactly. behind me is for my business purposes and what they're going to provide for me and help me to make my business grow and, and help my clients in marketing and everything else. So when you're hiring somebody, the brand matters, but it doesn't matter as much as the actual real estate agent you're working with. So when I switched companies, um, I've done it a couple of times, just watching my business grow and having to find somebody else that would grow with me the way I needed. Right. Um, it was always nobody ever thought anything of it. It's Shelly Walters. That's who they're hiring. Got you. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Stacy Berry, it, you know, it's, and it's 
cool everybody's story, but you've been with your company a long, long time. And I got to tell you something, I'm not comparing, but it reminds me of Biff Ward. I said to <laughs> Biff Ward years ago, why haven't you started the Biff Ward real estate? And she said to me a long time ago, it's really good where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And it must be really good where you're at at Century 21 Sheets. I mean, I love my office. I love the people. Um, you know, I started there. I've had my kids there. I mean, those people hold my babies. I mean, it makes me want to cry. I mean, That's they, really nice. I dropped my kids off on my way to my closings. Um, I mean, those we've had the same staff around for years. Um, I'm also a very, very loyal person, sometimes Absolutely. to a fault. Sure. But um, I think you know everybody what? can be. The grass isn't always greener for me. And I think I'm in the heat of raising children. I have a 10-year-old and a 15-year-old. You're busy. I pretty much can barely get through dinner every day, let alone thinking of taking on these like massive you know, changes. And so I think I'm smart enough to know if something needs to be changed, I will. But I also agree with Shelly. Like, I've changed things in my team. We've had people come and go. I've changed assistants. We've changed marketing. And I think, you know, as long as you kind of have what you're doing behind the scenes with yourself, you can you can always find something that could be different or better. And Absolutely. So that's where I've just, I try to focus. Change is good. It, it is. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I love where I am really. Okay, well, thank you. Hey, everybody, thank you for coming in today. Stacy Berry with Century 21 Sheets, Stacy Subzak with Compass Real Estate, and Shelly Walters with EXP. And I know you guys all have your team names, but I'm saying the national names. Okay, so thank you for coming in, everybody. And uh, we would like to invite you again sometime and talk about what's going on with this fall market that we're getting ready to go into. Because as soon as you blink your eyes, I'm going to tell you something. Everybody's going to be back to school, which might help you a little bit, Stacey. <laughs> and, you know, we'll be into another market. Yeah, definitely. Thank okay. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Have a great day.